Hey y'all, we're the Geek Freaks. I am Frank and I'm here with Squeaks. I see you. <laughs> oh my I knew you God. just want some Avatar too, finally. So. Bro, that was such a change of vibe. It threw me off so hard. I will say, okay, so yes, guys, we challenged each other to it last week. We answered, he's going to review the Avatar game. And I sat through three and a half hours of blue people. Of beauty. Uh, it is, I will say, very, very, very good. Ah, fuck yeah, yes, that makes I, me so happy. I'm sure it does. <laughs> I would say I could probably cut it like a half hour, 45 minutes yeah. down. Like, it, I mean, this is a little bit much when they're like, like this is everything in the water. Um, like, they kind of done. <laughs> yeah. But that whole movie, I was like, I'm not really emotionally invested in these guys. Like, I get it. Like, okay, the whales are cool. The kid died. I was like, he kind of, you kind of foresaw that that kid was going to die because he was definitely the one that didn't have a story in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when his son, like, saves them later on, the the abandoned middle boy, and then later on, he says, I see you to him. I was like, oh, my God, that's what the wife said. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that got me. That got me good. Yeah. Oh, man. It was a good movie. I'm glad I watched yeah. it. And I'm looking forward to the next one. In nice. Nice. So. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Today, we're going to talk about a little bit of the news. Go real fast over that. We're going to be talking about, of course, Avatar, the new video game, which um, you've been diving into. And then we're going to get into the geekies. So uh, let's first start with our question of the week. Would you trust a Lannister? So far, everybody online saying mm. only Tyrion. I don't think I even trust Tyrion. No, because... Uh, no, screw it. I wouldn't. Um, I'm thinking of what's the... Uh, I want to call him Johnny for some freaking reason. Jamie. 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 Uh, because he's kind of like greedy for himself until he finally like, turned towards the end. Yeah. Uh, and fuck Cersei, right? Like, that's not even, you know. That's no, not even not an option, that. yeah. Uh, but Tyrion is very tactful, so I feel like you could definitely, um, if I was to put some trust in him, like, he, he treat me like a chess piece. I guess that's the best that's way to say That's the thing, it. right? Like, he, yeah. you could trust him as far as your goal is his goal. Yeah, if it's yeah. not, then you're done. Like, he's going to turn yeah, against you. Yeah, like, Varys yeah. worked well with him because they both were doing the same thing. And mm-hmm. Varys was smart enough to kind of get out of it if needed. Um, no. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a little... Yeah, I don't think I would trust any of them. Even their dad, Tywin, and stuff like that. Like, he oh, was yeah, no. very good, but he was also just a sneaky bastard. <laughs> so. But, yeah, no. I only want their... The, yeah, screw the trusting them, but I would definitely want their power, man. Yeah, I want that gold. They're just having their way with anything. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. <laughs> We're introduced to Tyrion in the middle of a brothel in a pile of people, so... <laughs> That's like that's he's the best meeting spot in the world. Yeah, he's <laughs> so. got his shit figured out. Yeah. Um, this is the start of our holiday weekend. So uh, just so you guys know, we're going to be relaxing, chilling, acting all cool. And uh, if you guys need anything, you guys could DM us or anything like that. But we're going to be basically off. This is the last week to fill out the form that is super vital to us. that lets us know what kind of social media posts you like, how you like your geek freaks, and we can help shape the future of geek freaks with you. So link in the description. Please fill that out. All right, uh, let's get into some of the news. First off, Matt Reeves, the guy that, that helmed the the Batman with Robert Pattinson, we just found out this week from James Gunn himself that Matt Reeves is now basically in charge of everything Batman. And so, Ooh. yeah, not only is he making The Batman 2, he's making the sequel, he's yeah. now making an Arkham Asylum series. And oh, man. And he's going to be making the Batman that's going to be part of the DCU. So he's making two Batman movies. Okay. That's going to be like, when, when, as soon as you said that, was going to be my question. So what's going on with the, what was it? Batman and the Bolt? No. Was it the Bolt one? Uh, or, or was yeah. It? Brave and the Bolt. I think they're going to Brave call and it. the Bolt. Yeah. But okay. it's him and Damien. Okay. 
probably. Yeah, okay. Okay. All right. Dang. I wonder how you can if he's smart enough to really differentiate the the two Batmans. The and vibes like, are going to be very close. Like if you think of how the Batman feels, it's very realistic, it's very grounded, mm-hmm. and I kind of want that out of the other Batman as well, but you want them to feel different. So I don't know yeah. how that's going to work out. Or maybe we're going to see like Robert Pattinson's a really good example of like that solo Batman that's out on a suicide mission while mm-hmm. Raven the Bull Batman may be all Bat Family, which would be very cool to see that opposites going on at the same time yeah, in the movies. Yeah. Do we feel like this uh, DCU Batman can take over uh, the creative mind to where he's just going, the director's just going to focus on that story because that's kind of yeah. like the big thing going on and we're going to drop Pattinson after number two? I think I think the Batman might get, a, might get a trilogy, right? Okay. I think we might get the Batman three, maybe. But for the most part, yeah, if we're, if we're being like, that's not where the money's at. The money's yeah, at exactly. tying it in with the Justice League movie. And those yeah, won't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We might get a Crisis on Infinite Earth where they all tie together, which that's I mean, that's like 10 years plus on the line. Yeah, that is really yeah. like Thanos level thing. Um, I, I do like this, though, because I mean, Matt Reeves, I think, just produces good quality stuff. And I really liked his version of Batman. Oh, yeah. Uh, I just actually keep listening to the soundtrack of that. And I was telling you Pirates of the Caribbean. I got like a whole soundtrack <laughs> thing going on right now. <laughs> um, and then an Arkham Asylum thing is a really cool way of like introducing the villains first. Oh my God. Uh, just to be in, I think of one movie with that many villains, just all caged up in one building. Oh my gosh. Oh, it's going to be a series. So we could be introduced to a new one each week and maybe our new oh, Harley okay. Quinn. Well, actually I think we don't know yet, but we know Peacemaker's moving forward. I bet Suicide Squad is moving forward because it's his baby. Yeah. Maybe it's Harley Quinn will be introducing us to the new villains in the rogues gallery like each week, maybe. Oh, do you think but pre Harley turning like introducing? Yeah, how she's cool a doctor? Would that be? I would love that. Yeah, I think that oh, would be. But neat. then at the same time, you're seeing her like twist a little bit. You're like, yeah. And then maybe you're going through like condiment king or some whatever, like crap guys. And they're like that laughing one is a mean guy at the, you know, the stands or whatever today. And like yeah. you keep hearing hints of like the other one. He tried to try to freeze my fork down or something like you're hearing about the other guys and yeah. big dogs. Or go through the low guys in the first few episodes. Really cool. I would love to hear also, like, she's explaining all these, right? Yeah. But then she, like, kind of comes back always to the Joker so we could get this, like, uh, manipulated story going on with Joker between Joker and Harley. Yeah, and it starts off with something like, um, I met I met with, uh, I mean, we could even use his real name. We'll just say Joe Chill. It's not going to be Joe Chill, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, I met with Joe Chill, and yeah, he's a very interesting character. And then, like, as the yeah. show's going on, she's like, Boy, that Joe Cho's got a good personality. He's fun to talk yeah. to. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that'd be so cool. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I think this is going to be really cool. I love how that that it's kind of the Dave Filoni of it where it's like, hey, you know what? You're in charge of this whole thing. Make it all look uniformed and clean together so we don't have it like bits and pieces don't feel good together. Shout out to Matt Reeves. That was a really cool job. Man, and the Dave Filoni, you got it, man. What a fucking, uh, I don't know how do you say it, like relief. That he has this position now with Star Wars. Oh, yeah. He's a treasure of all oh, Star man. Wars now. Yeah. Oh, God. Yes. That, nice. That, that feels good. Even the movies. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, yeah. good. Because we have a Ray one coming up that I'm very afraid of. <laughs> <laughs> so, please don't botch that. Oh, man. Uh, all right. Uh, Netflix is making a new One Piece anime. Now, I know you're like, wait a minute. There already is one. It's got over a thousand episodes and I don't have time for it. This is going to be with a new animation studio. It's Wit. They're the ones that did... The first three seasons of Attack on Titan, they're very well known. Um, and this is going to be shorter episode account, and it's going to be going through the Blue Saga first. Blue, I'm sorry, East Blue Saga first. So it's the first 60 episodes of the anime or 100 chapters of the manga. Uh, now, you're past that in the original anime, right? 
Correct. Yes. Okay. What well, do you think they could cut it down? Like they they did for that for the live action show. Do you think we needed no, that for an anime version? I, I feel like they can because it's happened before. And we were just talking briefly a while ago about how I am now rewatching uh, something called Sailor Moon Crystal, which I used to watch Sailor Moon back in the day. Yeah. But what it is, it's a uh, higher resolution modern art, um, and it's also shrunk down a little bit uh, to get you the basically the story of Sailor Moon. So I feel like this can happen, especially with a show that has you know a thousand episodes. Right. Uh, but yeah, I think this is like a one piece train going on right now. Right. We're all excited mm-hmm. about it. We're all on it. And uh, why not grab more audiences? Right. Yeah. Uh, to something that doesn't feel as intimidating. The other thing I'm a little worried about is could it be too much? Could we be getting too much one piece at one time and maybe scare the people away? It's like there's a whole mm-hmm. cool world here. You know, it'd be nice if you guys kind of tiptoed your way into it. All of a sudden, Netflix is going to be basically having three different versions of the same story. On their streaming service. I'm curious if maybe it would have been better if the animated series came almost directly after the live action. uh, Mm -hmm. Because we're still on it instead of being overwhelmed. um, I don't know. Maybe Maybe do a whole saga that's separated that maybe it's like its own standalone thing. That'd be neat, yeah. Yeah, but then you're just creating more more episodes for a thousand episode anime, you know? Well, I'm just saying, like, what if it's like uh, One Piece, whatever, and it's some more adventure that they go on that kind of just could fit anywhere within the One Piece storyline. We yeah. don't need to see him like gear up to five or something like that, but just somewhere in there. And just like, here's a saga. That's here's it. a saga that's separated. Episodes, it's not you know. part of the original series yeah. and it's something new and it could fit anywhere. And it's just about yeah. these guys. Won't like, continue. Basically all filler yeah. really is what it yeah, would be. True. True. Yeah, I don't know. I think it'd be successful. Uh, we'll just see how, co- how, you know, fatigue we'll get eventually. With yeah, one piece. That's true. It's yeah. going to be testing out. Netflix also announced they're going to be doing spinoffs for a lot of their franchises. So, they're getting in the Hollywood business, basically. They're building these mm. franchises, these IPs, instead of just like, oh, we're, we're going to do a lot of original work. They're taking the originals that already work and making spinoffs of them. Extraction by Chris Hemsworth. Have you watched that? Nope, not even interested in it. Okay. Well, I, I, have, <laughs> I plan to watch it at some point. There's so much stuff to yeah. watch when you're like, okay, the guy walking out of the gun. Exactly. Cool. Yeah, yeah. But nevertheless, it's a movie series, definitely much in my parents' wheelhouse. They're making that into a series, not necessarily with Chris Hemsworth. It'll be in his universe. So the Extraction is getting okay. its own series. Okay. Wednesday is getting a spinoff focused on Uncle Fester, which is played by Fred Armisen. I love Fred Armisen. I love Uncle Fester. I'm fully on board with this. And I wouldn't okay. mind if they did a little bit of like Christopher Lloyd did a cameo. That would be really cool. Because <laughs> his, 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 his family appearance is so fantastic. <laughs> Peaky Blinders is getting two spinoffs. So one is going to be set in Boston immediately following the events of the Peaky Blinders series. The other one is going to be prequel to Peaky Blinders. It's going to be following Polly, which is the matriarch of the family who passed away before the last season. And so it'll be a younger version of her, of course, yeah. but basically her and her brothers, which is cause she's the aunt to everybody that's in the regular Peaky Blinders series. Her and her brothers probably founding the, uh, the family and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is a good move for Netflix. They've stumbled a lot lately and, and building up franchises like this. We see with like Disney stuff like that helps support a gigantic library. What do you think? Yeah, no, most definitely, right? Uh, especially for the hardcore fans. I mean, I think of Star Wars where you got Rogue One now. You're, you're just expanding this world that people love already. Um, and if you can nail down the storytelling, then uh, there's no really, uh, you know, any falter I could see coming in with some of these shows. Yeah. Uh, but I think it does mean, though, are we ex- going to experience another rise in uh, monthly the monthly bill? Undoubtedly, right? yeah. Yeah. And... There, there needs to be a solution. I know right now people are talking about like, oh, their bundling is coming back and they're going to be bundling things. I don't want bundling. I want fair prices. And these yeah. don't seem fair anymore. <laughs> like they're just so high yeah. now that it's ridiculous. And so, yeah. 
That, yeah. What, what? What? Damn, it's gonna be bad. What are we at right now? Because I don't really know myself. Just that's that how right they now. get you, right? That's like the gym yeah. membership thing, where you're like, "Oh, that's yeah. what I'm paying for the gym." Um, I don't know what is that either, because frankly, to be honest with you guys, I still do password sharing. I, I work <laughs> around the password sharing. We're probably on the same boat. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. uh, I work around the password sharing, and I share my password. Let's be honest. Uh, I will let you know when Hulu goes up or HBO Max goes up for sure. Yeah, I'll feel yeah. those ones. And uh, <laughs> Disney Plus, Jonathan uh, sure. will let me know, I guess. But yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> um, uh, sure. But yeah, I, I don't know. I think at a certain point, like if I were paying for Netflix, and I think it's probably close to twenty bucks now, I would have I would have canceled it a while back. Yeah, yeah. Hulu though, mm. they kind of got me because I think Hulu is definitely the one I watch the most. Just got regular sitcoms and stuff like that that I just constantly have on. Well, Hulu just went on uh, Disney Plus now, right? They have the interface on there. They're going to be, well, they're going to be merging the apps, actually. Okay. Or okay. I, I don't know if Hulu's going to fully become part of Disney Plus, probably more likely. At mm-hmm. that point, again, me and John joked about it, we're going to have to figure out something. I, yeah, I know. One yeah. of us got to pay for it. So we'll see who's wants to take the <laughs> One of us, and uh, that's John. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's a good thing. All right, we're going to talk about Avatar here in a bit. But first, this episode is brought to you guys by Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. Dive into the mesmerizing world of Pandora in Avatar Frontier of the Pandora, an open-world action, uh, action adventure game that brings the cinematic world of Avatar film series to life, offering an unparalleled gaming experience on PlayStation 5, Windows, and Xbox Series X, acclaimed by critics uh, for its breathtaking visuals and immersive gameplay. Link in the description. Now, you played this game. You're in there pretty far. Yes, sir. How do, what do you think about the open-world experience? How are you liking it so far? All right. So at first I was uh, a little unimpressed. Uh, I was impressed visually by the world and okay. stepping out into Pandora for the first time. You're just like, oh, my gosh, this is what I've always wanted in my life. You know, yeah. uh, again, like obviously I'm being a little biased. I'm a huge Avatar fan. Uh, so Ubisoft does what Ubisoft knows what to do. Mm-hmm. And that's literally creating a game people love and reskinning it 20 times. All yeah. right. So the best way I can explain this open world game is literally far cry five with a mix of primal. Okay. You're, it doesn't feel like anything new. Okay. And this is the open world aspect. So you're going to have like these little zones to hit up with RDA, which is basically humans um, that you'll want to destroy on top of finding plants and which is kind of the plant portion. seems a little overwhelmed because there's so many. So you're using like your, like, I don't know what you call it, like Navi vision to yeah. see like it, it, every specific far cry plants. has that too where it's like you have to get high somehow so that you have that extra <laughs> yeah. vision or it's the eagle sense i think at primal but yeah there's yeah. always a far cry thing that's like that where it's like i can see yeah more. And, uh, far cry really tricked me man because i was getting high myself and then i was playing like oh the game no, that's, like that. right. <laughs> that's right <laughs> oh man anyway um so that's the open world about it uh now with this um what i love about it uh the uh, of uh, what do you call like traveling aspect of it is yeah. finally eventually have the the banshee ekron if i'm saying it right mm-hmm. uh, to fly around in so now it makes it feel like yeah there might be some times on fast travel but man just to see the beauty from above the mountains floating the other banshees like flying around and animals just moving around under you like great okay do you how far in is it until you get that uh let's see i'm uh, okay i would say if you focus solely on story maybe yeah. uh, a couple side quests here and there like i didn't go crazy with side quests but i do uh enjoy doing them because i i'm, I'm gonna play the shit out of this game uh i was about 
seven-ish hours. Holy cow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Maybe even six. So uh, it's kind like of how Jake would work. Jake would work that way, right? Because he would be like, I got to learn what it's like to be a Navi first. And then as I'm like graduating through the Navi system, which in the sequel we saw through the enemy's eyes, uh, eventually yeah. I'll be good enough at being Navi that I could then be accepted to fly on a Banshee. Like the Banshee has to yes. kind of accept you. Okay. And you're really going through that. And uh, one thing, um, so, so anyway, that's the open world. So if we get right. a little bit to the story, I'm not going to explain like the story too much. Okay. Uh, but I will say that it is canon. Uh, there are times in the beginning where they mention Jake and um, certain like fight scenes or battles that were in the first movie. Now, what I like about the story, it's not this whole like I'm human riding or uh, sitting in a pod and then I turn into a Navi, right? Uh, this one is actually you were kidnapped from your, this tribe you're in um, and as a kid, Navi, and then you grow up with them like 16 years and then you finally get out of this. The Jake issues happen. Um, you finally escape and then you just like bang Pandora. This is beautiful. Um, so you have to learn to <laughs> be me. a Navi for the first time, but as an exactly as from an other really. clans, yeah. right? And they they're looking at you like, oh, you're special because you came from this specific clan. That's just no more. Uh, oh, wow, so cool. I will say, after finally getting the Banshee, I was like, this is what I want. There are times in this game where, um. Okay, for example, the Banshee itself, right? You're climbing to uh, to connect with him, okay? Mm-hmm. But you're climbing mountains, trees, whatever. You're getting super high up in the air. Uh, and that time of traveling, you got this, like, finally, like, this Pandora-type music going at the same time. And it's going to sound weird because this is a video game, but something so, like, this majestic feeling, like, came out when I was doing it. Yeah. Uh, that's just, like, it's it's, like, hard to explain, like, the joy I was having finally being in this world that I love with mm-hmm. this music and setting of what I'm doing. Um, you can't really so think that, of another game that might capture that, that same thing. I'm, I'm kind of thinking like when you're swinging through New York and you finally have like just such smooth swinging that you really feel kind of cool. Like Spider-Man would maybe that. Yeah, but no, this is more like, ah, oh man, like you have this, I don't know. I don't know. Really. Really. You really want to play this on VR. <laughs> the way you're talking yeah, about that. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's the mood, right? You're yeah. up in the mountains on top of the background music and you're like, okay, I'm finally getting my Banshee. I, I, I really don't know how to explain that part okay. or, or how to compare it. Um, and there's times where when you're doing your Banshee, you fail at times. You're trying to hush it down, flies away. And they're like, no, you got to keep going for it. That's how you're going to gain. It's like trust or something. Yeah. Um, there's times where you're walking through and the Banshee tries to come at you and attack you. And, and you're like, man, this is so dope. So uh, to get those feelings again, you get the Banshee, you're flying around, and uh, I, I guess it's, it's just the music itself, right? Right. <laughs> it's really putting the tone now into the game when you're playing, and it just feels so like, man, I'm in it. You know, mm-hmm. this feels um, amazing, but unfortunately, that was about six, seven, eight hours in. You know? Yeah. that's uh, At first, we'll talk a little bit about gameplay. That was like the flying. You can travel everywhere. You can fast travel as well. Uh, gameplay, there are times where you have to hit up these RDA stations. And break their, um, uh, we'll just call it like oil rigs, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they're putting pollution in the area. Um, and you can see like when you get closer to that spot that everything around you is just black and white now. Like there's no color. Yeah. So I was a little frustrated at first. I felt like I was too weak. Um, but I think I was going in it at it wrong. So I'm going in it as like if I'm playing a Far Cry 4 or 5. Yeah, guns blazing. And Yeah, guns blazing. I got to remember, I'm only one person uh, mm-hmm. trying to hit up this whole um, 
Like basically, it's a base <laughs> that we're trying to take. It's the base mechanics yeah. from Far Cry's games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So uh, I have the tools, the set traps, the kind of like sneak around. I'm a big arrow fan, so I'm kind of more mm-hmm. like not so much setting traps around, but uh, shooting weak points at a distance. So yeah, you can use your like Navi vision, high vision, whatever you want to call it, to see weak parts of um, um, when the humans are in their big like robot, you know, right. things. Um. So once I finally got a, a station down, the right way, I feel like the better way. Man, I'm sorry. I keep coughing because I got this messed up throat. Yeah. <laughs> Once I finally felt like I accomplished it, like the better way, the right way, sneaking around, running around, not going guns blazing. I felt like, damn, I finally, I finally did this right. Like this is that this is more enjoyable now. Because at first I was going in guns blazing, like what the hell am I doing, man? I'm fucking. Yeah. I'm not like eating foods that would keep my health up. Um, no health packs. Uh, maybe not the best weapons of choice. Uh, sorry man so um so you have to like really like grasp everything and kind of like come up you can't just do it alone uh yeah there are times though uh battles where you are kind of like story build up where you're fighting with other nobbies but it's not doesn't feel like a full war yet and i'm kind of waiting for that moment okay um that's an important part of the movies i would expect that to happen in the game yeah, so not yet. You fought maybe like one or two, but they weren't very really like fighting with you. They were more fought for the story purpose, and then you're going in with them. Yeah. Now, I will say that's like on ground battle. Uh, flying battle is dope as shit, too, right? Mm. It's all free. It's like free roam. I'm on my Banshee, and uh, you can. I'm literally targeting with my bow, like other helicopters while flying in the air or shooting down with my machine gun at just troops on the ground. Yeah. And I was like, Fuck, this is what it's like to be Jake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there humans that you're actually cool with? Because I know in the in the story there are few humans that you're actually good with. Uh yeah. So there are uh I think they just call them like resistance and they're there. Okay. But they're like, eh, you guys could die tomorrow. I don't give a shit about y'all. I'm here. Oh, really? For the you Navi, don't really right? build a relationship with them. Okay. I mean, you do, but you're I'm constantly talking to other tribes of Navi. Then yeah. I am I feel like I'm humans, and to me. The humans aren't just imp- uh, important to me in the okay. game, like story-wise. It'd be cool, you know? though, if you, like, saw, like, a young spider walking around, and you're like, oh, hey, there's spider, he'll someday be cool, or whatever. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Um, So they're there, and actually, like, a lot of, okay, some falters I have, uh, one of them being the humans, is that they'll have, like, these side missions that I just don't care. And some of these yeah. side missions, especially when it comes to the humans, really take me out of being a Navi in Pandora. Ah, that's tough. So... It's 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 rough because I'm playing this game for a specific reason, and it's not because of your love story on the side or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I don't give a shit about that. So um, I get that they have to put so many of them because there's a lot of like skill based trees mm-hmm. uh, for this game. I'm focusing on two trees myself, but there's a uh, gosh, I think like maybe up to six of them. How you want to play the game? I see. Uh, I'm going like a warrior hunter type base. So I can be like pretty sneaky, but then I have uh base damage risen and uh, due to like arrows or staffs or whatever. Right, right. Uh, um, uh, graphics are pretty average, right? Nothing crazy, but it's mm-hmm. I think the beauty of the world that really gets it itself. Yeah. The um, soundtrack's super good. You just, yeah, you can just look, stare around and just look at it. Just everything seems alive, but not so alive. Like if I was playing, it feels, let's see how I could explain this. Harry Potter felt like a world that was constantly living. That's true. Yeah. 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 That's one thing that game doesn't get credit for. 
Yeah, and, and Avatar felt just a little bit below that. Like, okay. What's awesome is like I'm in a random spot and here's a lake and there's two Navi just sitting there like, what the hell? Like, why are they here? They're just here chilling. Right. Yeah. So that's cool. But it doesn't um, everything around you is just. Maybe not as animated as Harry Potter, right? Like when you go yeah. into town, like or the pictures like Hogwarts is just unbeatable. Like you're not yeah, going to get anything better than crazy. that when it comes. Yeah. So um, it's not on that level. Um but it was the the my fault my fault with the game a little bit why I kind of like am knocking points down for myself my internal like score mm-hmm. um, is that it's Ubisoft just putting Far Cry together. Yeah, you know? that's what it sounds like. I mean, it sounds like it suffers from some of the tropes of open world games, uh, tropes of Far Cry yeah. games. Yeah, which the gameplay loops are what it's about. It sounds like outside of those side missions that are a real big problem uh, for other mm-hmm. open world games, it's not too bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. So there's nothing that really new that brings to this is not nothing new that brings to the Ubisoft world slash Far Cry, right? Yeah. Um, it's obviously except for like Banshee flying. I'm not very familiar. I don't recall. There were parachutes and like, gliders. I think like Far Cry, th- Far Cry three. Yeah, yeah. just gl- as gl- just gliders, right? Basically, yeah. I think I think of anything else that you would use. Okay. Yeah. So this what I like about the Banshee and the coolest thing I ever do is uh, if I'm on a cliff, I just jump and call my Banshee and he picks me up. That is dope. Yeah. So like to have the That's access funny. to just fly around and do whatever you want at any time is awesome. And then also if you don't just like jump off a clip and call it, you just call him and uh, your banshee will just fly to you. you know? Yeah. That's so cool. having that like readily available is pretty sweet. Yeah, it feels nice and fluid and yeah. stuff like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, most definitely. That's cool. Um, so <clears throat> sounds like the game's pretty solid, worth the play. Yeah. What grade are you giving it? Okay. So I was pretty low at first and I was like, man, that sucks. I love this world. I'm really upset about it. I kind of just feel like I'm just going to play Fortnite or World of Warcraft at the moment. And I still have this amazing game that I've been waiting for forever. Um, But because I had recent uh, uh, missions and explorations, I just did like, especially with the Banshee and just the music and the feels, uh, I'm bumping it back up to an eight. Okay. Uh, It was seven, but I think just like I said, recent gameplay that kind of gets you uh more into the game because it does uh the falter one of my falters is it's just too much right okay, there's and for me in games it's like i don't want to feel like i have to do homework to learn stuff and just read about you know your beginning you know when you get to the game they tell you they explain everything to you right right uh, sometimes it's just like uh, it's overwhelming it's too much i just want to play this game let's go yeah um and that, that was a huge thing for me because in the beginning i was like fuck man you got me like crafting gear and weapons and now they have mods and then the got the cosmetics like your chest has a cosmetic but then if you didn't want a cosmetic you could use the same chest with a mod visual no, mod just, to it i'm yeah, just like too many things going on just make a trans you know trans trans uh, transmog in it for from wow like they make yeah. that even complicated and i'm like what the shit man i'm just not yeah. gonna transmog anything screw <laughs> it so yeah but it's, it's an eight out of ten for me that's not a bad score it's not a bad score yeah. for a game that kind of just it feels like it kind of came out of not out of nowhere, but everybody's talking about everything else that came out this year, and this one's in yeah. December, so it feels like it's almost a little bit like a forgotten game, but yeah. it doesn't mean it's not worth playing. Um, like this, for, for, sure. for me, Asgard's Wrath, I can't wait to start playing that just because of all the good reviews it's been getting out of nowhere. This is like a surprise mm-hmm. game. I was telling you about that one yesterday, and I will do a review yeah. for that once I get my hands on it. Um, that sounds pretty good. Let me tell you about the movie, guys. I finally watched <laughs> Avatar Way of the Water. Um, like I said, it is a little long. I will say, like, when they're like, I'm bonding with his animals and stuff like that. Like, okay, I get it. Um, but it was beautiful. That's the thing, right? Mm. It's just so fucking cool. And this world makes sense in a lot of weird ways. 
We were like, oh yeah, those Navi look different. Uh, and they just like in every way they look different yeah. it makes more sense. They're a little bit lighter. They have like fin stuff. Um, and <laughs> uh, the bad guy, I can't remember his name now. I don't know why I can't remember his name. But anyways, oh god, oh the way they fuck up somewhere. Jesus, of course I, I took him out of the box. <laughs> other people have Google and the internet. You just have Funko Pops around you. Like, oh, you need to know all Mike's uh, birth man. date. Hold on, let me look behind you. I got it written on this Funko Pop. Um, uh, let me look. I know. I seen this. I seen the first one for sure, like twenty times, and this third one twice now. But like, uh, Colonel Miles. Colonel Miles. Colonel Miles. I yeah. love how they brought that character back because when I heard that the, his, he was coming back for the acting, I was like, he straight up is dead. Like, it's not yeah, different to come yeah. back. But the way he comes back, not only in a Navi body, which of course makes to where you get a mirrored version of the first movie mm-hmm. through a very much more aggressive, you know, hoorah storyline. Um, I do like how they did that. Plus the fact that he admits I'm not him anymore. Like I'm not that guy. Mm-hmm. I'm me. I'm a different person. And you see the falters in that, like his reactions to the spider. Like, I don't know if his previous self would have done that. I think that might be mm-hmm. a unique to him thing. And I really like how we have that spider was an interesting character. I kind of didn't care for it. The first I was like, what are you doing here? You can't survive. Yeah, kind of the same. Yeah. But by the end, you're like, oh, okay, this kid's gonna be important, and the fact that like we're gonna really be like chosen father is gonna be a big thing at the end. Uh, or then the yeah. third movie, you can tell it's gonna be the case. Um, uh, the daughter, the one that, that's uh, part of Sigourney Weaver's bloodline. Yeah. Um, she's I think just God. I'm not entirely sure what's her yeah, deal, yeah. but she's definitely got like godlike abilities. It's a good movie. Jake is incredible. <laughs> when I thought yeah. he was almost about to die, I was pissed because I was like, I know that they're doing like a seven year time jump. His ass better be in it. Because this actor does oh, yeah. nothing else but Avatar no. movies now. And yeah, yeah. I really like him. And he's just cool. <laughs> like when he's riding on the back of that, like, you know, the water people dragon. And he's just got the gun and he's like, I, he's just cool. I mean, I don't know what to say. He's just really yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, good movie. I would give it a solid. I know this is like so late to give it a review. A nine out of 10. <laughs> and if it was a little nice. bit shorter, it would be 10 out of 10. Yeah. But yeah. I, that's I, my cutting edge Avatar Way of the Water yeah. review. <laughs> you heard it first. Yeah. <laughs> the first review. Uh, what <laughs> I do like about it, though, like not to like expand on this Avatar talk because it is uh, fairly old, the, the movie itself, is that this could be the next like Planet of the Apes style or Godfather style where each movie does feel like an actual next chapter and not nice. just another movie. You this know, one like, felt like that. Yeah. Yeah. So like the first one, um, obviously, you know, he at the end becomes like a Navi and all that transition, but whatever. Now he's with, now he has a family and the whole dynamic of conversations, whatnot is different. So it's like a watching him kind of grow into his role. uh, uh, Also. So, and I think I'm curious of what three can bring. That's going to be different than two. Well, I think every one of them is going to be starting and ending with like birth and death. Right. So like the first one was Jake being birthed into this new world, Mm -hmm. uh, being birthed into his new avatar death is, you know, death of the, the Sigourney Weaver's character and then like the transition of Jake over to, so birth into a new avatar, this beginning of this one, we have birth of many kids, blah, 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 ends mm-hmm. with the death of his son. Um, I think in the next one, we're gonna have the birth of the first like cross, maybe not the first, but like the cross tribe with like his son and oh, that girl that was okay. liking on it, liking him a bit. I think we're going to okay. start, cause it's gonna be seven year jump. So it's about the right timeline. It's where yeah, they're going to have like yeah. their first kid. And it's going to be this like half, I mean, I don't even, he's not even half. It's like also part human. It's weird how they got the weird finger thing going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <Weird> <laughs> thing. I was counting fingers like so much. This movie way more than I thought. Like, hey, yeah. Frank, when you watch Avatar, keep tracking those fingers. I didn't think that was going to happen, but I was doing that. Oh, uh, shit. Sure, um, yeah. So I think we're going to start with that and then maybe it'll end with like the death of probably Jake. I would say it's about time at that point, maybe Jake uh, will die. I know I he's that, caring man. hard because he's yeah. so cool. Yeah. And they yeah, did the, the, 
I don't need to mention this, but the CGI is so good. I mean, it's just, oh, it's so good. Man, it's the reason these movies an, take forever uh, to take come out. Yeah, is there another way? Is there another? I mean, what's a better motion capture than this one? You know? I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I I would say Lord of the Rings at the time, but I don't think Lord of the Rings is going to hold yeah. up as well as Avatar will hold up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, I was paying attention to like just the little eye movements, like the little twitches of just kind of like of being yeah. around. Your eyes would do that. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, that, that's something you don't capture normally when, when you're making a MODOK in yeah. Ant-Man 3. Yeah. <laughs> that looks real. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Crazy. It looks good, Man, guys. I'm so happy you finally saw it. Yeah. Yep, I finally watched it. All right. <laughs> All right, we're going to go into our Geekies. This is our best of 2023 awards. And then we're going to talk about some of our favorite things of 2023. So we'll go, we'll get into that now. Uh, we're going to kick things off with probably our most hotly contested category, Game of the Year. So it's between mm. Spider-Man 2, uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, Starfield, and Diablo. I want to remind people that people submitted the nominations. So if you're like, why was this nominated? Well, you should have submitted your nomination. And then also voting <laughs> went out for everything, too. So, off the top of your head, what was your game of the year? Okay, my game of the year was obviously one that was actually a part of the game of the year nominations uh, and the awards show is going to be Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. 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 I thought the story was great. It had me almost like tearing up at times. Yeah. Um, And then just kind of like it's like one of those uh, Dark Souls type things where you spend so much time onto something and like you earned it, you know, like you right. did the work for that shit. Basically playing like World of Warcraft, you know. Fair. Um, but yeah, what about you? Mine was Spider Man uh, Two because I thought they okay. took a very familiar story and really felt new and fresh. Mm-hmm. I was actually excited to see the story that I already had, should have known, um, and so fluid. And again, that living world thing where I like I liked going to that that park and just talking to the old man or yeah, yeah. helping set up like the jazz museum. I just liked doing a little side quest. It was really cool. Um, mm-hmm. So Spider Man Two is definitely mine. The winner of the Game of the Awards on the Geekies is Spider-Man 2. That mm-hmm. one that okay. beat out Diablo 4, which actually got a few votes. Starfield got no votes. And then Legend of Zelda was definitely the close, close second. Yeah. Best comic book series of the year. We had a lot of really good comic books this year. We've been seeing like Daredevil come back and stuff like that. It's been a really good year for comics. The four, no- four nominees was Dark Knights of Steel, Batman Superman World's Finest, X-Men, um, and I want to clarify again, X-Men, we went with the main X-Men storyline, but people were like submitting X-Men Immortals and stuff like that. So we just went oh, with the main okay. one. Uh, and then Daredevil. The winner mm-hmm. for the for the comic book series of the of the year was Batman Superman World's Finest. I have to agree with that. I think that was probably a, a nice return to form for them. I yeah, also yeah. like the new Batman too, uh, yeah. with, with Damien coming back. Nice. What comics were you getting into this year? Uh, unfortunately, uh, it was uh, Magic the Gathering, Spawn. And a lot of old stuff. So I went yeah. back to kind of like redid. Um, I know I talked about it before, like reading some very old Venoms. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. In, uh, Invincible. Um, jump oh, back yeah. into that. Um, How is Invincible? So kind of is, is Invincible read well or is it kind of dated? Uh, no, it's it's fine. Okay. Um, it's. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Yeah. There's nothing like that really like stands out to me at the moment, but there's nothing that I really can't stand about it either. Um, so when. Yeah, it's it's there. I'll say that. Okay. Yeah. I need to get watch the show. Oh, yeah, the show's very good. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> give you guys a heads up. It's coming up in another category. The show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I just for like me, to spoil myself. Yeah. Like, for me, Dark Knights yeah, of Steel spoilers. and a lot of indie comics. I didn't read a lot of mainstream comics. 
I actually kind of fell off of Thor a little bit, which I'd like to get back Mm -hmm. into, but I just kind of just fell off of it. That happens for comic books all the time. Um, Daredevil, I think, is the next one I'm going to really sink my teeth into. And, uh, yeah, it's there's so many. Oh, Gargoyles. Gargoyles I was getting into a lot. I evolved Gargoyles Mm -hmm. from this year, so I actually subscribed to Gargoyles for the first time subscribing to something through a comic book. That was pretty cool. Nice. Best superhero movie of the year. We had Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Across the Spider-Verse, uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, Team and Team Mutant Mayhem, and Blue Beetle. I will say Blue Beetle did get a few votes. Mm. Um, Team and T fought really well, but we, what we did is we do the four on a couple social media platforms, and we brought it down to the best two for a couple other platforms, so everybody had like two chances to vote mm. if you were paying attention to everything. Um, so it came down to Guardians of the Galaxy versus the Cross of Spider-Verse, and that, when it got down to the two of those, it was back and forth, back and forth. What do you think? Really? Pulled the, what, what do you like the best out of those two? Oh, uh, Guardians. Oh, my gosh. I'm so over the Spider-Man movies. Yeah, me too. I, <laughs> I literally am. just, it's just too much, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I Hopefully Guardians. <laughs> yeah, I was agreeing with you on the Guardians thing, and they were they were going strong, but then I think kind of people saw Guardians as winning maybe, and then like got in a vote real quick, because Across Spider-Verse won the day. Oh, that's so, whatever. I'm not going to say anything about our listeners. I'm just, I'm just tired <laughs> of it. That's my thing. Is I'm just tired of the hype for it, I think. I'm over it. Yeah, it's, it's just the second movie was just uh, i'll say it dog shit <laughs> i think it was good i think it was good uh, i don't think, I think it, was it was as trash. good as it seemed uh, based based on everybody's losing yeah. their mind yeah I think it was good but it was very much I, I both me and thomas had the same experience where somebody in the theater was like what the fuck when the thing ended abruptly i'm like exactly because yeah. this thing doesn't yeah. have an ending it's okay yeah. to have a part one or part two there has to be uh something happening like dune yeah. one for example you felt like okay we're transitioning to a new part of the movie yeah not just like, okay, roll credits. I'm tired of making this movie. <laughs> this movie yeah, is- and that's that's definitely... I know you were talking about Avatar being three hours. That's a, a long-ass animated movie that I'm just... Just was so over. Yeah. 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 Best movie of the year. It was between Oppenheimer, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, Otter Monks Thieves, that's what it was called, <laughs> and then Barbie. Mm. The winner was Oppenheimer. Wow. Yeah. I'm a little shocked on that one. Yeah. I mean, it's such a good year for movies, if we're being honest, yeah. right? There's so many yeah. things. Yeah. Uh, did you have a chance to watch Oppenheimer yet? No, I have not, because yeah. I decided to watch Barbie. <laughs> See, there you Barbie go. Barbie was great. Barbie was great. <laughs> but my, my holiday Twice goals now. is to catch up on the movies I didn't watch. So I've got, like, so mm-hmm. many movies to watch. I bought I bought Oppenheimer on 4K, because I'm like, that right. deserves, from what, from what I could tell, deserves that 4K treatment. So I bought it on the 4K. Yeah, they talk about what, being filmed in IMAX, right? Yeah. Like it is. Yeah, so, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I guess you want to try to get the best quality. By the way, guys, if you live near a Best Buy, they're getting rid of their DVDs and Blu-rays and oh. stuff like that. So if you want to get a good 4K deal, Best Buy. The sales are just now, like this week, starting to kick in because they're dumping all mm. their inventory. So wow, head over there. The the Disney 100 uh, special edition movies that are 4Ks of the yeah. classics, they're like 10 bucks each right now, and so oh, and a lot of those are steel box. So check that out. Nice. Hmm. Uh, my my my. Movie of the year, I think it would be Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I was shocked that Marvel could still do that. You know, yeah. I think that was my big thing. I was like, oh my God. Like, I forgot the emotional care I had for this because everything after Endgame has been a struggle. Not, not necessarily yeah. that I hated any of it, really, but it's been not as impactful as like the old school stuff. And Guardians of the Galaxy 3 was like, oh, that's right. Marvel can do things amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Best storytelling of the year was Spider Man 2, Fall of the House of Usher. Succession, the final season, or Boulder's Gate 3? 
Uh, God, I, I think I voted Spider-Man 2, but I totally give Succession props because, man, that final season, the way they, they killed off the dead, yeah. brother, killed off the dead halfway through, like, that was, that was a daring move. Um, it was really good. What do you think of those, of those choices? Man, when I hear those, I, I think of Spider-Man 2 as well because I just remember, and I've said it before, just shaking my head on how wonderful uh, it is, this game. Yeah. Uh, but also, like, when... Bringing so many villains in to make it this great story. Yeah. Uh, now, when Craven was literally killed by Venom, you're like, "Oh, that's two badass characters," but yeah. they just like did it right. It almost felt like the the greatest Spider-Man story that we've ever heard of. You know? Yeah. And it, things that they made, like the idea of Mary Jane being Scream, was like that makes sense to me. I, I was surprised yeah. that they did. They were able to pull that off, and it makes sense. And I just feel hammock or uh, gimmicky. Um, yeah. The yeah. choice for who's playing Venom, I still don't want to spoil it because people are probably still getting through it, but. Like that was mm-hmm. like, yeah, now I care a lot more about villain. I, I don't yeah. know. Eddie Brock, God bless him. He's, you know, whatever, but he's cool. <laughs> you know, Donny Cates level way past the introduction of Venom. He's yeah. cool now. But back in the day, it was like, oh, I don't know. He's not that big of a deal. When you make him a character that's actually already tied to the mythos of Spider-Man, that's dope. I'm down for that. Yeah. Yeah. The winner was Baldur's Gate 3. So, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Which is the game of the year. I just got Baldur's Gate 3. Did you? So yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to try it out. I'm going to try All right. it out. I don't, I wonder if we could play, I wonder if we could do co-op. So I played it on the Steam Deck for a while, but I, you know, I don't know. I love the Steam Deck and all, but I've, I've tried to get so many times. I just really can't get into playing on that thing. I don't know. Yeah. So I've really. downloaded it again on the PC. So I'm going to start a fresh game because I'm only like, I think five hours in. Fuck it. I'll just start okay. a new game. I'll try. Okay. Yeah. If it's multiplayer, I got on the Xbox. So I'm pretty sure you can probably cross platform Xbox PC. Yeah. Yeah. Biggest badass of 2023 is Ooh. between Loki, Squeaks, Rocket Raccoon, Squeaks. No, I'm sorry, Din Djarin, <laughs> uh, which is the Mandalorian, and John Wick. I thought Loki had oh, this one dude. in the back bag. No way. Myself. Fuck that. Winner was John Wick. There you go. That's yeah, yeah as it should be. Yeah. <laughs> There's like we've seen how many action movies. This guy's pulling off stunts that like what the hell? Like you think like who? Who thought of this? Yeah. Like the way he kills people. Like who's thinking of this? You know? Oh man. It, what, a, what a badass. In the motion, I know it's basically ballet at this point. It's a dance session, but it's so <laughs> clean. It's just so yeah. that gun foo. It's just so freaking clean. I love that. Yeah. 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 Greatest villain of 2023. It's between High Evolutionary, Thrawn, Lilith from Diablo 4, and the Starborn from Starfield. Um it was really close, and depending on the platform, was a different winner. But eventually, over time, one finally pulled ahead of everybody. I was surprised at how well Lilith did. What did you? Mm-hmm. What would you pick out of these four? Uh, I love the story of Lilith, the whole like uh, relationship, and then having the child and the death, and how she just wants to take over. Yeah. But the Starborn like really kind of turned me on, also for their vast knowledge of. Uh, I guess time and dimensions, right? Yeah. Um, and they're secretly plotting these things that are like above you, right? I guess they're what they're I the really like about the Starborn yeah. is you start off hating them, and then eventually you become one, and yeah. then you eventually start to kind of become a villain. And it's like I yeah. really liked how they, they did that. I think Starfield <laughs> deserves more credit than it gets on that level of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But who did it? Who got it? High Evolutionary ended up pulling ahead and taking the lead, and which mm. is from Guardians of the Galaxy three. Um, I think I think well deserved. The acting was spectacular i think that was kind of the thing yeah but uh, he's a weak-ass villain when and you I, think of I the rocket scenes like when when rocket's in the cage those scenes yeah, makes him even more of a jerk for sure but the thing is like there was no and i've said it before there was no 
dangerous threat to him to the world. Like he's not definitely by far not no Thanos, not even a Ronin. He just yeah. was playing house, right? Yeah. And then he he built it, and then he wanted to crush it. And it's like, oh, we're killing on these people. Yeah. Well, yeah, but they're kind of just fake ass people, really. He made them. Well, I know, know, but it's like, what if your Sims came to life? And then you're like, uh, doesn't matter. I'm still going to do a new save. Yeah. Uh, you know? We'll build a wall around them. And they'll starve and die. <laughs> put water in that thing. I don't care. Yeah. 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 He's no threat to nothing. That's a shitty. People just, yeah. Because it's Guardians. Thrawn and Lilith fought well. I will say. Mm-hmm. Thrawn and Lilith fought well. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Greatest hero. And I think this one was an easy one for everybody. Uh, Loki, Miles Morales, Ahsoka Tano, Kamala Khan. So I'll just tell you, Loki won this thing without even a question. And okay, I, it's okay. that final scene I think was such an yeah. impactful moment in geekdom that it's going to stick with people for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Cause if you think about that, I, I'm not the greatest, like I'm not the biggest Loki fan mm-hmm. uh, for the series, but I think about what did these heroes do? Um, and yeah, Soka was probably the baddest of them all. Like the way she moved and yeah. felt like, man, like you said it yourself in these older episodes, the way she kind of like just turned to the side when that oh, lightsaber was coming so back. Cool. Man, I had to change my panties after that. <laughs> but uh, there are so many bad scenes with her. But I guess for the greater good, right? Loki tied the universes and whatnot. Yeah. Whatever he did. Yeah. And I think the way they filmed that final scene where we're seeing time hit him in waves and he's just like evolving into the, the, the god of stories. Like it was just really well shot, really well done to where it felt climactic mm-hmm. in a way mm-hmm. that um, I think sometimes Marvel or, or a lot of shows really don't really land on. I think the Marvels, for example, were Kamala Khan. It didn't feel like the ending was too satisfying outside of like, oh, look, an X-Men cutscene. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> biggest disappointment of 2023. Here we go, guys. Thanks. Okay. Uh, we got Starfield, Redfall, mm. Ant-Man 3, or Ant-Man and the Wasp and the Quantumanium, all that stuff. Uh, Lord of the Rings Golem. Lord of the Rings Golem got hits right off the bat. People were voting for that right away. Did that even like, I didn't even realize it came out. Yeah, it came but... out. It's already... <laughs> For ten bucks at, at GameStop, it came out like two oh, months ago. Yeah. Oh man! Okay. So I was thinking about buying it <laughs> for like ten bucks. I'll try it out. Shit. <laughs> who do you think got the? Who do you think is the biggest disappointment of twenty twenty three? And it could be off this list if there's a different one. Uh, yeah. Um. You know, I'm not sure. I don't want to say that Starfield was a disappointment because I am a fan of the Fallout's and it felt similar. Yeah. Uh, didn't feel anything new. Um. What well, Gollum I didn't try because I just wanted to know it came out into it just didn't look yeah. the greatest. Uh what else was there? What else? Redfall and Ant Man. Redfall. Oh man. I'm gonna go Redfall because only because of Xbox was is needing something. Yeah. And maybe they were like hoping that Redfall would do something for their for their console. If not Starfield. And it did not. <laughs> Again. Yeah. yeah. It it did not. So <laughs> it's just I'd say Xbox as a whole then, really. Yeah. Uh, they have not done shit this year. That's true. And they had two big hits coming out. And they, yeah, they you yeah. know, that's a very good point. I'll probably put Xbox in general. Um, yeah. I will say Starfield because of the opposite of that. I thought everybody in the world was going to be hyped about this game. I personally really enjoyed it because it's right up my alley for a good RPG. Yeah. Um, it felt like Skyrim. It felt like Fallout. It felt like everything I like about, but for some reason it just didn't hit people. I heard so many people say it's boring. So like that, like, well, did you, Whatever. Like, did you actually play the yeah. game? And so many people don't actually play yeah. the game. And it's like, well, then you don't know. Um, yeah. So I would say Starfield myself. Not that I didn't like it, but I think it was the biggest disappointment in general. Ant-Man, mm-hmm. though, took the lead. 
Um, that's right. Okay. And yeah. you know, hey, Modok looked like a joke. Like, it, it, the oh my god, CGI so was terrible. You're gonna kill King that fast? Like, he's he's useless yeah. in this movie essentially. Ant Man, spoiler alert for the comics. Kane could fucking trounce Ant-Man five times over. It's not even a yeah. debate. Yeah. Well, the thing is, too, and then they came up with a whole, like, millions of Kings. So I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm so over this multiverse thing. But also, my biggest thing that it just irritated me because I saw it so many times is how many times they took off their helmet to talk and talk about Ant-Man and his daughter. Yeah. If I had to take a shot, I'd be fucking in the hospital right now. Or <laughs> every time that helmet came off, it was literally like, yeah. I did a kick. Helmet off to talk to say some helmet back on helmet off helmet off. Holy shit, bro! Like I don't know why, but that annoyed the fuck out of me. Yeah, and like, yeah, I said it. <laughs> it's interesting well, that Ant Man or I'm sorry, Iron Man did the whole thing where they they had the in helmet camera, and you don't ever see anybody else do that. That might be something that they yeah. want to try for Ant Man. But it's like, is it needed, or are we just trying to show face because this actress wants a certain something? Like, I think no, it's because the CGI the doesn't show expression anyway. So they have to like, but we know, you know, yeah, but we know they're in battle and like they're fighting. I don't need you to say like your little smart ass remark True. and then put your helmet back on. We don't on. need quips. And, and Ant-Man's supposed to be all yeah, quips. Yeah, exactly. Like we get it from everybody else now, so we don't need you to do them anymore. Uh, so just, I don't know. It's just something like small that really ticked me off. And I was like, I, I didn't catch it, but now I'm going to catch it next time I'm crazy oh, enough to watch man. that Ant-Man. When you do it, oh dude, I'm staring you. Put a bottle next to you. Yeah. You fucking oh, waste man. <laughs> they call you in the, at midnight. Oh, squeaks. I watched it, man. I took the challenge. <laughs> five, five more categories we'll go through pretty quick here. We got Best Anime of 2023. We got Attack on Titan. It was the final season. Demon Slayer Season 3. Vinland Saga Season 3. Blue-Eyed Samurai Season 1. Oh, I hear good things, yeah. I hear good things about the Blue-Eyed Samurai. Uh, Thomas yeah. from the, the Challenge Accepted Podcast yeah. keeps pushing for me to watch that. Attack on Titan, the final season, won it. Okay. Fitting, I think it's just because mostly it's the final season and ended off at a pretty strong yeah. point. That's yeah, great. yeah. I, I I don't care for that animation studio too much, but that's beyond the story. Mm-hmm. Best animated series, I don't. Think, I mean, it's not even up for debate, really. It was Invincible all the way through. Everybody's such a big okay. fan of Invincible. Yeah, I have not finished it yet. I will finish it. <laughs> have you finished it? Okay. Uh, no, because I get caught up in the comics. I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm already way ahead. So I tend to do that, like. So with Demon Slayer, love Demon Slayer, but I'm kind of farther than what the series was. So yeah. I just recently finished season three uh, and that's been kind of done for some time now. OK, um, so it's like, oh, I know what's going to happen. So I kind of just do it in my leisure time. Yeah, you know? I, need I need to, to see it because I, I need I just need Omni-Man back in my life. And in oh, the series, yeah. he's not there yet, you know, and I know what he's doing in the comics. So that's why it's like, I'll just yeah. stay here. Yeah. Kind of thing. So he's so cool, <laughs> dude. Mortal Kombat 1 having him like that was such a good move on their part to put yeah, him and, yeah. and everybody together. Goddamn. That's why I'm growing the Omni stash. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, best series, Succession, The Last of Us, One Piece, Star Trek Picard. I want to tell everybody right now, if, if you didn't think Star Trek Picard deserved to be on this list, you didn't watch it because season three was yeah. phenomenal. It was some of the best television. Um, I still, I think I probably went with Succession on this, maybe The Last of Us. The winner was The Last of Us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of like that. That show was great. Yeah. I don't know. I think out of everything here is the one that was the most new. So I mean, like One Piece was new, but we we're all familiar with the story. Mm, but like yeah. The Last of Us, I, I, I again, I, I watched it here, and then I watched it over with the parents because they wanted to see something new. And I'm like, well, let's And the amount of times that I explained, like, yeah, that's exactly in the video game. <laughs> you know, they they, mm. they were blown away that a video game could be so rich in story in storytelling. Like, yeah, that's kind of where a lot of the stories are coming from nowadays. That in comic yeah. books. 
Even when they expanded uh, and you saw stuff that wasn't in the game, it was still great seeing it on television. Like, it didn't feel like a wasted filler. Like, yeah. it was definitely a filler, but not a... Like, it was like, oh, that was that was pretty neat, actually. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And they did it with a short amount of time. So what was it, 12 episodes, maybe? Or less? I think it was less than that. I think it was eight, eight or ten, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so they managed to give us a filler, uh, a great one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about the uh, Frank, is yeah. his name? Yeah, Frank. Little story thing? Yeah. Uh, I thought that was a great story. And then on top of still being able to finish the whole first game in that many episodes. Yeah. Crazy. We got the Ellie in the mall too with her friends. So it's like, man, they did it right. Yeah. So It's amazing how much those. T- yeah. That's a big portion of the show is to have two filler episodes. But they mm-hmm. and, and, and the Frank one, like that doesn't really add to anything of the actual story. Like the Ellie one yeah, carries yeah. over because Ellie learned lessons or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Frank's done. <laughs> He's not caring. Yeah. Part. Yeah. <laughs> but it just kind of maybe developed the world more or something like that. But yeah. 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 Last two here. Best supporting character. We got Mobius from Loki. We have Solomon Reed, who's Aegis Elba from the cyberpunk game. Uh, mm. Ken Ryan. Or, I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I'm so dumb. It's my handwriting. Ken Ryan <laughs> Gosling uh, in Barbie. Oh yeah. Um, and then I want to say it's Luis Sarah from Resident Evil Four Remake. Uh, oh okay. Hands down, Mobius won this. What over hands Ken? Down. Hands down. Oh my god, this movie this this was a Barbie movie. You might as well call it the Ken movie because yeah. that movie was Ken made that movie. <laughs> okay. So I get how Morbius is pre- is pretty cool. I like how he went back in his kind of like time thing, kind of yeah. check out his role. That was really felt it, you know. But Ken, bro. I, I think a lot of it, too, is Owen enough. Wilson is doing a really good job playing Mobius because it doesn't feel like it's yeah. just another Owen Wilson character. He hasn't said wow yeah. once. You know, so that's, yeah, yeah. that's pretty impressive for him. <laughs> ka-chow. Ka-chow. Yeah, I've expected that. Um, oh, man. I, I voted for Mobius, of course. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. not crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, best surprise. This is our final category. Best surprise of 2023. The One Piece live action series on Netflix. Lies of mm. P being decent. Gargoyles comics being a continuation being of the decent. series. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or Barbie actually being a great movie. What was the best surprise yeah. of 2023? Barbie, dude. And Barbie, for the fact that I even bought it and watched it now a second time. Yeah. And that cracked me up. That movie cracks me up. I will say all of these are solid. Uh, Kyle's been been telling me about Liza P, but everything else is solid for sure. Barbie definitely won it. Barbie, hands down, nice. got best surprise nice. of 2023. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's been a hell of a good year, especially in gaming. Uh, we got some solid series and movies, uh, but a hell of a good year. And I want to say thank you to everybody who voted and everybody who nominated so that we could do the geekies every year. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, best surprise, Barbie. Yeah. That's that's pretty impressive. I wouldn't, I didn't think Barbie yeah. was gonna do good going into it. Like they said, Barbie movie, I'm like, yeah, okay, what is this? shit? Yeah, <laughs> at first trailer, though, I was like, okay, I'm in, I'm invested in this. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. All right, guys, that is it for us this week. Thank you very much for joining us. Again, it's the last week to fill out the Geek Freaks end of the year check-in. Please do that so that we know what you guys want to hear, see, and everything from us. And we'll see you next time. Bye.